0: The Prophecy Club, a nationwide television program, a nationwide radio program. The Prophecy Club also hosts approximately 40 major city meetings per month. Our mission is to inform Christians of current events that confirm Bible prophecy expose the evil devices of Satan, warn believers what is coming to America, challenge people to stop sinning and turn to Jesus with all their heart, and to provide
1: a platform for Christian speakers to be heard. It's a bald face
0: lie. Using the positions of power and authority in our own government. The greatest all field in the world is at the southwest end of the Dead Sea.
1: He said, son. You must warn this nation.
0: And now, your host for the Prophecy Club, Stan Johnson. Welcome to the Prophecy Club, where we study and research Bible prophecy. Our topic tonight is called Wake Up America, and we're even going to call it version 2 to differentiate it from the previous videotape we've made of Demetri Dudeman. Uh, I believe that Isaiah 13 and Revelation 18 and Jeremiah 50 and 51 are all speaking of America. And one day I ran across Demetri Dudeman and did nothing but just confirm what I felt like the scripture said. And in introducing him tonight, I normally make the introduction very brief. But in this case, I've had some personal experiences that I feel like all people need to know. So that they can believe a little bit more deeply in the fact that he is telling the truth. The message is in fact from God. So I'll give you four reasons why I believe. Reason number one happened in March of 1988. I drove over here to Kansas City and I picked up Dimitri and his uh, grandson, interpreter, Michael Boldea. We were driving from Kansas City to Topeka and about 10 or 15 minutes down the freeway. Uh Dimitri kind of laid his head back, and I thought he was probably just taking a nap. And directly, he turns to me, and he says, uh, through his interpreter, he says, This woman in your life? And I said, Yes, my wife. He said, You tell her. First, she must pray for strength for herself before she prays for other people. She's praying for other people, and their problems are coming back on her. She must pray for strength for herself before she prays for other people. Well, what would you think? Some stranger get in the car and says this to you. So I thought, okay, fine. Well, about an hour later, we arrived at Dilly's. It was Dilly's then at 5th and Topeka. They went in, sat down, and they began ordering, and I stepped out in the foyer and uh, called my wife long distance. And at that particular time, we were moving into our new home in Omaha, Nebraska. And I called, and I said, honey... I said, uh, I don't know if this is going to mean anything to you or not, but let me tell you what this guy just told me. He said that before you pray for other people, he says you're supposed to pray for yourself. He says that you're praying for other people, and their problems are coming back on you. Does that mean anything to you? And she just started crying. She said, oh, yeah. She said, I've just been opening these boxes and just putting everything up. And just whoever comes to mind, I've just been praying for them. I'm so down. and so depressed. And, and I thought, wow. <laughs> you know, he hit it. How in the world could a man driving down the interstate in Kansas know the secret silent prayers of a woman in Omaha, Nebraska? A man can't. But through the Spirit of God, he can. So this told me I had someone very special in the car. The next incident happened as we were driving around. He told me many things. But one of the things he told me, he said that the angel told him that before the problems come to America, that Romania would have a revolution. Well, that didn't mean a lot to me. You know, I was interested in finding out what was going to happen to America. So I kind of tucked that on the back burner and forgot about it. But one year and nine months later, I'll never forget it. December 22nd, 1989, 8.30 in the morning. I was still in bed, my back was hurting, and here comes on the news, CNN, Cheshescu's been shot, Romania's having a revolution. And I sat up in bed, and I started to let this thought come out, oh no, it's true, but I knew it was true. And I thought, but it's so close. And about that time, the phone right beside me rang, and I reached over and picked it up, hello. Is my mom calling long distance from Texas. And she says, are you watching the news? And I said, yes, as a matter of fact, I am. She says, about the remaining revolution. And I said, yes, as a matter of fact, I am. Why? And she said, didn't you tell me that was going to happen? And I said, yes, I did. She says, okay, tell me again. What else did you say? And I said, well, it wasn't me that was saying, it was Dimitri Dudman." but here's what the message is. That afternoon, I walked into the office, <clears throat> and uh, the secretary said, have you been reading the newspapers? I said, no, I normally watch CNN for my news, why? She said, well, have you heard Romania is having a revolution? And I said, yes, why? <laughs> and she said, well, didn't you tell me that was going to happen? And I said, yes, I did. She says, okay, tell me again. What else did you say? And, of course, I said, well, it wasn't me that said it. Come came from Dimitri Dudeman, but here's what he said. And now she listens. There's two more people in the world listen as a result of that. And, of course, what's the message for us? If he can foretell a Romanian revolution, obviously the angel can foretell many other things, too. The next thing that happened was later on that year, I had the opportunity to go out to his home in Fullerton, California. And we were out front in the front lawn mingling and talking. And uh, I was impressed to just ask him about a detail in his story. As you recall in his story, he says that the very first night he got to America, the uh, apartment stunk. He was outside sitting on a rock, he said, and a light started coming toward him. And he said he thought it was a Romanian police trying to run over him. He was used to that, and so he jumped to run. And he said all of a sudden, the light surrounded him, and out of the light, it was the same voice. It was the same angel. Well, as we were sitting there, I thought, well, I wonder where he was sitting that night. So I turned to him, and I said, Dimitri, where were you sitting the night that you thought the light was coming at you? with The first night the angel came to talk to you. And he walked over, he took about eight steps over and sat down on what we would call a brick planter. And as he sat there, I remember his head, he was kind of looking around and kind of getting his bearing to make certain he was sitting in exactly the right place. And I sat down beside him, and I said, now, exactly where did the light come from? And he pointed from right there, that particular angle. And I said, oh, well, that's real interesting, and I changed the subject, and we went on talking. Well, in a little while, he got up, and being the inquiring mind that I am, checking out his story, I walked over and sat in the very spot, he sat, and I asked myself one question. From where I was sitting and from where the light came, would I mistake that as a car? See, those little details, if someone was just making up a story, wouldn't be there. Well, I sat there, and I looked at where he pointed the light to come from, and absolutely, he was telling the truth. Now, why do I say that? Because the light was coming right down a road. You see, there's a road that just dead ends right into his house, and the person has to either turn right or turn left. If they keep going straight, they would literally drive right into his front living room and run right over where he was sitting on that brick planter. So exactly as he had said, the story matched. You could look up, you could see a light coming from that direction, and easily mistake that for a car or something. The fourth example happened uh, about a year later. We invited him to speak up in Omaha. And uh, I was going to take him around to several churches and things like that also. And it was a Monday night. And I think it was January or February of the year because it got dark pretty early. And I had just dropped him off at Living Faith Church. Brother Wes Doffenbaugh is the pastor there. It was a Monday night. And I think I dropped him off like about probably 6.30 or something. And then we were heading home. At the time, and I can remember the very spot in the highway where this conversation took place. We were heading south on Interstate 680. We just passed the Pacific Street exit, for those of you that are familiar with uh, Omaha. We just passed Pacific Street, and Leslie, my wife, turned, and she says, Now, I don't want you to think that I don't believe that Demetri is from God, because I do. She says, But if he was really a man from God... He would have a message for me. You know, he has his messages for you and all these other people, and here's what God says to you, and here's what God says to you. If he was really a man from God, he would know that I wanted a message from God, and he would give me a message from God. And I said, well, I said, honey, I said, you know, ask him. He'll tell you. And, of course, you have to understand, Dimitri, when he prays, he either gets an audible voice in the ear Or an angel comes and taps him on the hand and wakes him up in the middle of the night and gives him the answer. And I suppose that if you and I had been through some of the things we'd been, or he'd been through, perhaps God would deal with us that way also. Anyway. And I said, no, I said, you know, you you ask him, he'll tell you. And she says, no. If he was really a man from God, he would know that I want a prophecy and he would give me a message. And I said, well... I said, honey, I, I think that's stretching a little bit. Just ask him. She says, no. If he's really a man from God, he will know that I want a message, and he'll, he'll give me a message from God. That was Monday night at 630. Now, Friday night, each Friday night, we had a Bible study over at our house, and typically 10, 12, at the most 15 people would show up for the Bible study. Well, this particular night, they heard Demetri Dudeman was coming, and we had about 50 people show up. And, of course, that was a lot of... Uh, folks at that time. This was long before the Prophecy Club started. And there were so many people, we thought it better to move two houses down to another brother's house. And I remember <clears throat> Dimitri taught that night on Galatians 5. When he was done, I was in the kitchen helping uh, get drinks and tea and things like that for some of the guests. And he walked up to my wife Leslie and he pointed his finger at her and said, you said if I'm a man from God, I would have a message from God for you. Well, what would you do? <laughs> and he began to tell her all the secrets of her heart. I do hear your prayers. I do talk to you. And on and on. Things that meant something to her. Well, of course, she came come running in the kitchen where I was. And she said, Did you talk to Dimitri uh, about me wanting a message from God? I said, no. I said, he's been gone all week long, across town, visiting friends and all. Uh, No, I haven't talked to him. Why? She said, now, you're sure you didn't tell him that I wanted a message from God? And I said, no, I haven't spoken to him. Why? She said, well, let me tell you what he just did. Now, here's four good examples as to why we need to hear this message. And, folks, I'll tell you right now, a lot of people don't like hearing hard messages. They only want to hear the smooth things, the things that tickle their ears. They can't stand to, uh, to hear that the wages of sin is still death. Well, I want to tell you that God's still on the throne, and all of his laws are still quite well in place. So with that as an introduction, help me welcome Dimitri Dudeman and his interpreter, Michael Boldea.
2: Blessed
1: be the name of God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Not Amen. good. Amen. 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 Not good enough.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Better brothers it doesn't matter if they're filming this I still feel like Vrem I'm in church so I want to see you full of life s-o I want to see you full of joy that you have Christ in Atunci your heart. the only time a man should be sad is when he doesn't have Jesus because the word of God says this
2: as God
1: anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went from place to place și pe toți și de And healed all those that were oppressed of the devil Because, era cu el. because God was with him Frațelor, Brothers
2: să prima dată cu Sfânt. First
1: I would like to speak about the work of the Holy Spirit după care voi spune After which I will tell you my testimony ce are nevoie, America, But what America needs today are de Sfânt să fie Is for the work of the Holy Spirit to be clean Amen? Amen, Amen we don't want to be deceived we don't want to be imitating
2: people we
1: want the true and clean work of God in our lives in order to have the true work of God brother you must live the life Amen? Amen. Jesus Christ before going up to heaven in Acts chapter 1 speaks to his apostles and he says to them very clearly You do not leave the temple until you receive the power from above. But before this, Christ had given them power. He had breathed over them and said, Take spirit of my spirit. But it was not enough. They had to be beside the temple and constantly in God's presence. Pray to God. So that God would anoint them with the Holy
2: Spirit. A lot
1: of American brothers say, I received this Holy Spirit when I received the Word. Brother, don't deceive yourself. This is the Baptist teaching. But, brothers, it's not true. Because he told the apostles, do not leave the temple until you receive a power from above. After receiving this power, You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Judea, and all across the world. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
2: and we see in Acts chapter 2 a
1: wonderful work of God the apostles all gathered in Mark's house near Jerusalem a number of about 120 people they were constantly learning from the apostles breaking bread but most of all praying now they prayed for 10 days brothers and the 10th day God made them one heart and one thought. And while they prayed, the place where they were actually shook.
2: And tongues as
1: a fire were poured down upon them. And all began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit instructed them to. But brothers, what tongue were they speaking in? Many people were gathered in Jerusalem. It was the great day of the feast and they all ran to Mark's house because they'd heard the wind and they'd seen the tongues of fire Man, let's go see what's happening there when they got their brothers they heard them all speaking miraculous things of
2: God they were speaking other things and even
1: though they heard them speaking miraculous things of God what does this mean? Man, these people are crazy
2: Man, they're just drunk but
1: Peter who had previously denied Christ at Pontius Pilate's place because he did not have the power of God this time Peter had the power and he stands up before all the people gathered there
2: and he says Israelite men and you who live in Jerusalem listen to my words these men are not drunk as you say for this is
1: is only the third hour of the day but this is what the prophet Joel prophesied in the days of the end says the Lord I will pour for my spirit over every being your daughters and your sons will be on drugs is that what it says brothers they will prophesy your elders will dream dreams
2: and even over those servants I will
1: pour for my spirit and they will prophesy Side. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Franzulor
1: brothers what's happening in America we see that God used to work mightily and God's work is for everyone because these are the end times it wasn't only for the apostles this is a deceivement. it is for you it is for me God gives gifts to men but he doesn't give it that you make a business out of it the gift is not yours The gift belongs to the church. And if God gave it to you, you must also give it freely to the church. But first and foremost, you must live the life
2: so that the devil will
1: have no place in your heart. Not like how I see in America. Oh, brother, I received the Holy Spirit.
2: How'd you receive
1: it? I walked up. And there's pastors who don't even know what the Spirit of God means.
2: They walk up and they lay hands on your head.
1: And then he said to repeat after him Hey, 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 hey. And that's all you're left with. Brother, you must speak in tongues like you hear me speak. Apostle Paul says every language in the world has understanding if it has no meaning no understanding then I will be a stranger toward him
2: brothers where
1: are the gifts of God in the American church we want to see the gifts of God because of our lives because we compromise with the world and the things of the world because we like things like cigarettes
2: or like alcohol and things that
1: are wicked and then we want to see angels brother maybe angels of darkness
2: but not angels of God because angels
1: of God come to righteous people
2: be ye holy for I am holy said Jesus Christ be ye holy in all your doings not only in church but everywhere you go let people
1: see you like they see this light that's how you should
2: shine. I have
1: put you as lights in the darkness because the world doesn't read the holy book. The world reads you and they read me. They want to see if what I say I do. But if the world smokes, so do we. The world drinks, so do we. The world divorces, so do we. Does God like this brothers?
2: And oh, we wait for salvation. Oh, I
1: am... I'm saved do you think the fact of raising your hand in a church makes you saved no men came to John the Baptist to be baptized and he says sons of vipers who taught you to run away from the coming wrath first do deeds worthy of repentance and then come to me that I may baptize you brothers may God bless you don't look at me like you're scared Instead be full of joy because God loves Hallelujah.
2: you. Hallelujah. 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 A few
1: questions and then I'll start telling you my testimony. Brothers, the people that are gathered here, is there still anyone among us that smokes? Prophet Isaiah simply says, do not spend your money on things that don't feed you and on things that are not good for your body. And brother, if you say you have the Holy Spirit, how can the Holy Spirit cohabitate with the nicotine? How can it cohabitate? with
2: drugs how can it
1: cohabitate with alcohol brothers we have to be cautious when we speak let's not deceive ourselves the Holy Spirit lives in a holy vessel and it says your hearts are the temple of the Holy Spirit brothers we must have fruit people must see Christ in us and if God would let man smoke we'd all have chimneys on our heads So, my question to you is if anyone wants to be free tonight, even though they're filming this, why should I speak only about myself and let you continue to do things that are wrong? Brothers, bring your cigarettes up here. Of your own free will, not forced, but out of love for God. That you escape the devil, divorce the devil, be one with Christ tonight. And let the Spirit of God enter you in the place of the nicotine. Anyone coming up? Have courage. Yes. Would it be better if I went and grabbed you by the arm? (laughs) Would it? brothers don't think that you can hide God even sees when you have them in your sock no matter where you have them guys, God sees but if you don't want to be freed then don't I did my duty. I asked for you to bring them up
2: so that you may escape this
1: demon, embarrass them in front of everyone. Because in a few days, oh, they said, I have cancer.
2: And you come up, brother,
1: pray for me, I have cancer. Brother, first be obedient. Obey the gospel, which is the power of God. Amen. Anyone have the courage. My invitation, just come up. It's not, you're embarrassed, I know I'm not going to be on TV with cigarettes (laughs) Brothers how will you stand before God if Christ comes
2: tonight are you ready to
1: meet Him in the air
2: are you ready a lot
1: of American brothers say that the church will be raptured before any sort of tribulation brothers let's document it biblically once and for all do you have Bibles? do you? yes
2: then open your Bibles
1: to Revelation chapter 7. Revelation. Brothers, we cannot play with the gospel. And God will not be deceived by man. God is merciful, as the American brothers say, and He is forgiving. But the Bible also says that God's an all consuming fire.
2: And that it is a terrible
1: thing to fall into the hands of the living God. We read out of Revelation chapter 7, beginning with verse 9. And it says After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders, and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne, and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God, and serve Him day and night in His temple. And He who sits on the throne will dwell among them they shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Amen. 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 Brothers, it says, I saw a great number. Of all nations, of all tribes, and of all tongues. There were Americans, Romanians, Russians, Chinese, everybody. Everybody and they were all dressed in white robes standing before the throne of God and one of the elders posed the question who are these in white white robes and where did they come from and an answer was given these come out of the great tribulation on earth
2: they have
1: cleansed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb therefore they are before the throne of God
2: there will be no more hunger there no more thirst no more cancer
1: only eternal
2: joy Amen? Brother if you want to
1: be part of this joy strip off of the old self throw away all your idols throw away all your witchcraft because God is not a witch what God says is yes and Amen Amen? Amen Brothers may God bless you Now I'll start telling you my testimony I hope you're patient Even if I speak a little longer tonight Maybe next time you won't want to see me I was born in a Christian family and my dad pastored a Pentecostal church when I turned 17 I ran away from home I went into marine school I stayed for four and a half years and I became an officer they gave me 80 new recruits
2: and they shipped me out on the Black Sea the
1: communist government gave me an order to check the ships that came in from foreign countries if I'd find Bibles I was to confiscate the Bibles and arrest the missionaries and then I would be advanced quickly When I heard I was able to advance I began checking the ships One morning a ship from Holland came in And I walked in with eight of my men Under some crates of cookies I found very many Bibles I called the captain of the ship and I asked him whose Bibles are these he said he didn't know but when I looked to one side there was this man who was crying and praying to God when I saw that he was crying
2: I said the Bibles are his for sure so I went to
1: him and I asked for his passport he took his passport out of his pocket he was a missionary from Holland who worked with Open Doors Mission so I asked him are these your Bibles sir he said no Whose are they then? They belong to your brothers and your sisters, he said. When he said this, I felt as though an iPhone through my heart. And I began to hear a voice in my ear.
2: What are you doing, Dmitri? Don't you know that I brought you here? Do nothing
1: to this man. Tell some men to protect him from the police. Give him his passport back. If he won't, I'll punish you harshly. When he said he'd punish me, I turned around. To see who had the courage to speak to me this way.
2: But there was no one there. When I
1: saw there was no one there, I began to shake. Who's speaking to me? What does this mean? I was embarrassed. I shook before the missionary. So I went into another compartment. And I stuck my fingers in my ears that I wouldn't hear the voice anymore. But it got even louder. Go give him his passport. Tell some men to protect him from the police.
2: Brothers, as
1: as I gave him the passport. The voice stopped, Dar in and I felt a new peace in my heart. I was on the Black Sea for two and a half
2: years. Many
1: missionaries came through, and I would help everyone unload their Bibles. After two and a half years, the communist government gave an order: all Christian children, no matter what rank, must go home. I had to go home. I was very sad. I'd lost my job and so I went with thoughts of taking revenge on my parents when I got home my mom asked me what's wrong with you son why are you so sad because you're Christians to kick me out of the army where's dad He's in church. Then I'll go embarrass him there, I said. She said, wait, you will be home soon. But I said, no, I'm going there. When I got to the church, they were singing such a beautiful song. I'll never forget it. I'll tell you a verse of it also. Long ago, he came from above. The Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ. And he traveled throughout the world. He was looking for lost sheep. When he mentioned lost sheep I began to cry but didn't want to cry I thought I'm the lost sheep I ran away from home because my dad took me to church
2: And now Christ
1: found me on the black sea And now he's brought me back I went about three handkerchiefs brothers I kept looking around to see if anyone else was crying Only my dad was because he was happy he saw me in church so I walked to my dad and asked him dad why am I crying he said I'll tell you at the end of the service at the end he asked me to stand and he said Dimitri are you sorry they kicked you out of the army I said yes I am then he said look brothers the answer to our prayers for two years we've been praying that he be kicked out. And he said, God needs officers in his army also. Son, now you have to come to God. I said, okay, dad, but let me get married first. He said, you can marry a girl from our church. Well, I can't from here, they're all poor. He said, go find the rich one, just come to God. I went and I found Maria Maria was an orphan brothers but she promised me that she'd come to God and I said well if you come to God then I'll marry you I married Maria we began going to church we committed ourselves to God then we had to pray for three months we fasted and we
2: prayed until
1: we received the power of God After receiving this power I began traveling through the churches I began to see the brothers had no Bibles so I began to ask why don't you have any Bibles while I was on the black sea many Bibles came in they said yes brother Dimitri but the Bibles came in through communist hands the communists sold them to us and the next day they sent the police to confiscate them and we're still left without Bibles when I heard this I began to think of how I could meet the missionaries because missionaries would never leave their address so I spoke to my family and again I went to the Black Sea I went to the chief of the shipyard I said long live my chief hello Dimitri what are you doing here well chief I've gotten married and I have no job give me a job here Look, I have no jobs for Christians. Then what do I do, sir? I came here to Marine School. I don't care. Government orders, I can't go over them. Chief, let me be a trash cleaner around here if nothing else. And I couldn't see you with a broom in your hand. Then what do I do? He said, hold on a minute. Do you know how to cook? oh yes I do then go cook for the officers and I'll pay you very well that's where I had to
2: be that's
1: when I'd hear them talking about when ships would come in and so I cooked for three months that's where I learned how to suffer brothers those I had commanded before would not make fun of me but I'd say suffer Dmitrius Christ suffered much more After three months I heard the same voices from the ship. Dimitri ran to the pier, Dig is coming.
2: I left the kitchen
1: and ran to the pier. When I got there brothers the first man to get off the ship was Brother Dig from afar I said peace of God unto you Brother Dig when he saw me in civilian clothing he began to cry
2: he didn't know what had happened to me so he said
1: let's meet in the second hotel in Constanza Romanians back then were not allowed to speak to foreigners if I was caught I'd have six months of jail and so I went to the hotel there we prayed together and together we left for Bucharest Bucharest is the capital of Romania that's where we found brother Andrew brother Harlan Popov
2: brother Wurmbrand
1: and other brothers we made a strong pact they would bring the Bibles into Romania and I would give them to the churches
2: and within about three years brothers the majority of the
1: churches had Bibles it didn't matter what denomination they were because brother the denomination won't save you it is your life lived with God men created the names
2: he's a Baptist he's a Pentecostal
1: he's a non-dominational and they try to divide Christ whichever way they want but there's only one faith there's only one God and there's only one baptism. We must understand this, brothers. Especially the times that we live in and especially in America. Now I've heard that the baptism in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit is no longer permitted. Some people don't like it anymore. Because Peter said that you should be baptized in the name of Christ. Brothers... If it comes down to it, who should we trust more, Christ or Peter? Answer, please. And Jesus Christ says in Matthew, Go ye into all the world.
2: Make disciples of all men. Baptizing
1: them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen the reason Peter said baptize in the name of Jesus is because an apostle once once said show us the father and it will be enough and then Jesus answered I have been with you for such a long time and you want to see the father
2: I am within the father and the father is within me and I am within
1: you and that gave the understanding and because he said one word then we have to twist everything around and it's just another thing that will make us become not aware because there is only one baptism, brothers. If you were baptized when you were a baby, that doesn't count because you were not aware of it. But if you were baptized as an adult, and you believed, don't get baptized again. Because then it is a sin. Amen? Amen. Ooh, you're quiet. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better brothers. We have to be awake. Don't be sad because it is the truth. It's scriptural. These are not my words. If this is what my Romanian Bible says, can I twist it around to make it an American Bible? No, I can't. Because I know Americans like changing the Bible around a lot. The Mormons make it... Towards their own way of thinking. The Jehovah's Witnesses towards their own way of thinking. There's over two thousand active denominations in this country. You don't know. What to believe and there's a word in the Bible from the rushing of the rivers many will not know what to believe the rivers are all the things that we hear and all the people in the world but brothers know that you have the Bible in your hand and this is the greatest prophet don't change it Amen? Amen? Oh, can you can you get a glass of water,
2: please? <laughs> <laughs> când, la, s-o, s-o s-o zile, fraților, As
1: I said brothers in about 3 years most of the churches had bibles. Când n-o afla, That's how duce apa.
2: Alright. Not bathroom
1: bathroom water, though. (laughs) (laughs) When the communist government found out Bibles were coming into the country,
2: they
1: shut the borders. And no more foreigners come in. But the churches continued to pray to God
2: so that God would send them Bibles. God heard the prayers of the church and He
1: sent an intense rain over Romania. In
2: 1970, over
1: half the country was flooded. When the communists saw this, they asked for the foreigners' help. They reopened the borders. And Bibles started coming in freely. For four years Bibles came in freely. No one checked them at the border anymore. Because that's how God works. If you trust in God, God will not let you down in these four years brothers they ran out of Romanian Bibles so they began to bring in very many Russian
2: Bibles
1: I live 18 kilometers away from the Russian border I tried to take them over but I couldn't and so I hid a lot of Bibles everywhere the police began to follow me and if they found out that you were taking Bibles in or that you had contacts with foreigners You'd have 25 years of prison and the confiscation of all material
2: wealth. And so
1: I came home very sad. When my dad saw my face so pale, he asked, Dimitri, are you sick? I said, no, dad. I said dad I have so many Russian Bibles I keep trying to take them across the border but I can't and now the police is following me you wanted to I said yeah me did you pray first no Did you fast? No. Did you ask God about this? No. no. That's why you couldn't take him over. Let's fast. Let's pray. And God will come and show you a way. We had that conversation in the evening. And the next night, I wasn't fully asleep and I heard a voice get up Dimitri I jumped up
2: and at the head of my bed
1: there was a man dressed in a white robe when I saw him I became scared how did he get in because my door was still locked windows were all shut but he says to me Dimitri don't be afraid I came to tell you how to take your Bibles over he told me the place where to go taught me what to say and even how to get there the place was a train station on the border and I was supposed to go meet a man
2: while I was getting
1: dressed the man disappeared and I ran to my dad's house dad look what I just saw He said go I'll wake up the others and we'll pray And I got there at 8 in the morning The train tracks in Russia are wider than in Romania And that was the station where they changed all the axles And while they changed them on the train we could have put the Bibles in I went to the chief and I knocked on the door The man came out shaking But the angel had already told me. The man will ask you what you want. Tell him you were sent by the one who was just there. And then he'll teach you what to do. So when he came out shaking, I said, good morning chief he said "Well, what do you want I was sent by the one who was just here and he started shaking even worse well what do you want I want to take Bibles into Russia he called me inside
2: taught me how to bring the Bibles where to put them and how to load
1: them into the train and within about 15 years we took over 300,000 Bibles into Russia but not me not with me my strength, but it was the hand of God directly.
2: After 15 years,
1: a missionary from Holland came to my home. And he said, Dmitry, I tried to go to Russia to see if the Bibles are getting there. The Russians wouldn't let me in, they kicked me out. Why don't you try to go over? You know how to speak Russian anyway. You go. I went and I got a passport and I went to Russia.
2: When I got to Chisinau, the
1: police was waiting for me.
2: (inaudible) <inaudible> Everywhere
1: I went the police was after me I came to Chisinau for nothing I stayed for four days I couldn't contact any of my people They were always after me so I said maybe I'm going to go to Odessa Maybe they won't know me there I got off the train And the police already came to say hi Even more than in Keshino. Man what's with all these people? You know I was trying to say that I didn't understand how to speak Russian And they tried to find me a translator And I tell them I understand what they're saying I just want to not let them know about it (laughs) Couldn't do anything in Odessa either Couldn't speak to anyone there So I ran to Kiev Uh, Maybe they'll lose me in Kiev When I got to Kiev, I got off the train, and a policeman grabbed me by the arm. Come on, we've been waiting for you for a while. They took me to my hotel. Leave unless you let us know first. I stayed in the hotel that day. And the next day, I wanted to go out to the market. The police were still following me. I got very ill and they took me and checked me into the hospital a doctor came in the syringe was one of those that you used to give to cows in the old days he gave me a shot and it hurt worse than I'd ever dreamed it would he says now he'll sleep I gave him a good one I understood what they were saying and the man just barely got out of the room and I passed out I slept until the next morning the next morning I heard somebody knocking on the door who's there? doctor when I heard the word doctor
2: nothing hurt anymore anyway
1: I didn't even know I was ill I said but no matter what I'm still not going to get another shot so he asks how are you Dimitri oh well do you still hurt no You need another shot or something? It's I'll Give one to yourself. I don't need it.
2: <laughs> but it
1: wasn't the same doctor. It was a different one. The doctor sends the nurse away. He walks into the room and he locks the door. He walks to me and he hugs me. And he says, Peace of God unto you, brother Dimitri. He said, an angel of the Lord came into my dream last night and he showed me in a dream
2: that you were here and I was supposed
1: to come and get you out. I'll draw up some papers that you'll be checked in. I'll give a paper to the policeman who's waiting outside and I'll leave one with the office. And then I'll sneak you out the back and then we'll go and that's exactly how it happened brothers I wasn't checked into the hospital instead I traveled all of Kiev without the police following me God sent a Baptist pastor and that's the man that got me out
2: in our travels
1: he also showed me how the Bibles were getting there and for me it was a great joy but when I got home from Kiev my house was surrounded by the police They were holding my wife with her face against the wall They tied me and put me with my face against the wall They began checking the house at 8 in the morning And they finished at 4 in the evening They came with all kinds of equipment They were looking for Bibles I had very many Bibles at my house but at four a colonel comes to me and he says Dimitri turn around please where do you have your Bibles at? I honestly thought they'd found them did you find them? well no if you didn't find them I don't have them I said
2: they said
1: yeah but where'd you have all those Bibles at? what Bibles? I don't have a Bible press sir don't worry you'll tell us what you ate when you were a child even they put me in the car and took me to the police station and that's where the tortures began first they asked me to confess tell them where I had the Bibles from how I got them into Russia and who helped me take them there but in my ear there was still that same voice from the ship Dmitri don't tell Dmitri don't confess Dmitri I am with you I will save you I said nothing I wasn't saying anything they took me and threw me into a very dark room it was so dark that I couldn't see the walls even you'll be here until you confess they locked the door and took off after a while I heard somebody open another door I began to think what sort of traps could they have in here but then I began to hear a squeak like a rat squeak
2: and
1: what sort of animals could they have in here and then I felt it crawl up my leg but
2: when I touched it it was
1: a rat about this big I'd take one or two off maybe ten or to crawl back on I was so terrified that I yelled as loud as I could God don't let me down when I said this in an intense light appeared in the room and out of the light I heard a voice Dimitri don't be afraid
2: Dimitri look at me
1: when I raised my head to look the light was so powerful
2: that it threw me on the ground he said I told
1: you to look at me I said who are you
2: I am the angel Gabriel I am the
1: messenger of heaven I have come to help you don't be afraid you will go through many trials but I'll take you out of their hands and take you into America look down he said when I looked down the whole floor was covered with dead rats At that time the light disappeared and I became even more terrified and they intended these rats to eat me. A policeman came and opened the door and he asked, still alive in there? I said, yeah, did you try to have me dinner for the rats? The man came and he hit me over the head. I fell down. He pulled me out by the feet and took me into another room. Tied me by the
2: waist,
1: pulled me up on a pulley, and with rubber hoses they beat my feet. they throw water on
2: me, and after I'd
1: get better, they'd ask me to confess. They'd lay me face flat, put a board over me, and five or six until blood would come out my nose and my mouth again they'd throw water on me and again ask me to confess they'd stick my hand in the door and poke me with pins under my fingernails for five months they did all sorts of experiments but in my ear there was always that voice Dumitru don't tell Dumitru don't confess Dumitru I am with you after five months of torture they took me to a room and there they had a very strange looking chair do you see this chair? Yes, I do. Well, we brought this from Germany, especially for you. Că mori. Tell us or you'll die on it.
2: Chiar dacă mor, n-am ce să spun. Even if
1: I die, I have nothing to tell you.
2: M-o legat they tied
1: my hands on the chair. Legat they tied my feet around it. They put a bowl on my head. Plugged two things in my
2: ears.
1: Now think what you've done. You're about to die. And when they turned it on, brothers, I felt such an intense shock. I couldn't feel my tongue in my mouth anymore. I couldn't see with my eyes anymore either. and when I thought I'm about to die again the same light appeared it was the same man Dimitri don't be afraid Dimitri you will not die plead the blood of Jesus
2: and I began to say
1: the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus I don't know how long I said it for when I woke up I was covered with blood and they were throwing water on me do you know that you've confessed? listen to yourself our equipment recorded everything you said and when they turned it on I heard my voice lui Iisus, lui the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus was victorious not I but it was Jesus Hallelujah. why do you sleep if I see you sleeping you know I yell hallelujah The next day they brought in Maria. Maria, would you like us to let Dimitri go? Oh yes, of course I do. Well Maria, Dimitri confessed. He told us where he has his Bibles. told us who brought him the Bibles. How he got him to Russia. And even who helped him take them. You write it down here also. I we'll let Dimitri go. But God wouldn't let Maria tell. If Dmitry told you, he knows, but I know nothing about it.
2: Then they
1: began to hit her. She became scared
2: and she fainted. They
1: put her in the car and they took her home. And then they came to me. Did you hear your wife was just here? I said, yeah, I heard how you beat her.
2: Well,
1: she told us everything and we took her home. You tell us too, we'll take you home also. Well, if she told you, she knows, but I know nothing about it. They said, oh, you had all this planned out. And again, they put me on the chair. This time I'll fry you. They did the same thing to me. And when I thought this time I'd surely die, again the angel of God came. Dimitri, don't be afraid. I am with you. You'll go through one more trial and I'll take care of their hands. Your enemy will die, but you will live. Plead the blood of Jesus. And again I began. When I woke up, I woke up the same way they, they turned on their equipment had, you know this time you've confessed don't you and when they turn it on again I heard the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus why'd you say this because you want to kill me we'll still kill you the colonel took up the phone and he called up six policemen all I heard was kill them they jumped on me with their boots I had nine ribs broken I fell into a coma I don't know how long I was in a coma for but when I woke up a doctor was giving me a shot in the right arm and he was wiping my face with a handkerchief and he kept saying Dimitri your God still let you live
2: at that time an officer ran in
1: and he began to yell hurry doctor the colonel he's dying the doctor ran after the officer and I was waiting to see what was going on another colonel came to me and with a humble voice he asked Dimitri how are you? why do you ask? can you get dressed? why should I? you're going home so you finished killing me already they said God's given you justice Colonel Prestonuk's dead and the chief ordered that I take you home quickly murit, how did he die? A a he had an internal Colonial hemorrhage tău, while lui. he was going through your papers o he fell down and died și-o... And that she said to take you home quickly. Then he said, don't pray to your God that he punished me too. Because you know I never did anything to you.
2: He called another officer.
1: They dressed me and they took me home. Brothers, when I got home, my own wife didn't recognize me anymore. i have been completely destroyed. I couldn't stand up, I couldn't lie down on either side. So my
2: wife filled the bed with pillows.
1: The brothers took me in their arms and they put me in the pillows. And that's where I stayed for three months. That's where I called death to come. I couldn't stand the suffering anymore. My flesh began to smell on my own body. I never thought I'd survive it but when I thought I had no more hope. They
2: couldn't take me to the
1: hospital. A friend of mine sent a letter don't take Dumitru to, to the hospital. They want to give him a shot and kill him. So Maria said if he dies he dies in his bed If God wants to take him home he'll take him home either way It was very late at night I couldn't stand the smell of my flesh any longer And all of a sudden the light appeared in my room And out of the light I heard the same voice Dimitri enough, get out I jumped out of bed I ran outside I kept feeling myself to see if I still hurt Nothing hurt anymore I was able to walk
2: What's happening to me? Am I
1: dreaming? Is this actually true? I walked back into the house When I went in I found the angel of God Dimitri, do you still hurt? No Can you walk? Yes, I can Well, Maria, Dimitri has confessed He told us where he has his Bibles Told us who brought him the Bibles How he got him to Russia And even who helped him take them. You write it down here also And we'll let Dimitri go But God wouldn't let Maria tell If Dimitri told you, he knows, but I know nothing about it. Then they began to hit her. She became scared
2: and she fainted. They put
1: her in the car and they took her home. And then they came to me. Dimitri, did you hear your wife was just here? I said, yeah, I heard how you beat her well she told us everything and we took her home you tell us too we'll take you home also well if she told you she knows but I know nothing about it they said oh you had all this planned out and again they put me on the chair this time I'll fry you They did the same thing to me. And when I thought this time I'd surely die. Again the angel of God came. Dimitri, don't be afraid. I am with you.
2: You'll go through
1: one more trial and I'll take care of their hands. Your enemy will die but you will live. Plead the blood of Jesus. And again I began. When I woke up, I woke up the same way
2: they, they turned on their equipment and had,
1: you know this time you've confessed don't you and when they turn it on again I heard the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus why'd you say this because you want to kill me we'll still kill you the colonel took up the phone and he called up six policemen all I heard was kill
2: them they
1: jumped on me with their boots I had nine ribs broken I fell into a coma I don't know how long I was in a coma for but when I woke up a doctor was giving me a shot in the right arm and he was wiping my face with a handkerchief and he kept saying "Dimitri, your God still let you live
2: at that time an officer ran in
1: and he began to yell hurry doctor the colonel he's dying the doctor ran after the officer and I was waiting to see what was going on Another colonel came to me and with a humble voice he asked, Dimitro, how are you? Why do you ask? Can you get dressed? Why should I? You're going home. So he finished killing me already they said God's given you justice Colonel Prestonuk's dead and the chief ordered that I take you home quickly Dar cum a murit, how did he die? he had an internal cum hemorrhage while lume? he was going through your papers o jos murit. he fell down and died so- and the chief said to take you home quickly then he said don't pray to your God that he punish me too because you know I never did anything to you he called another officer they dressed me and they took me home brothers when I got home my own wife didn't recognize me anymore I've been completely destroyed I couldn't stand up I couldn't lie down on either side So my wife filled the bed with pillows The brothers took me in their arms And they put me in the pillows And that's where I stayed for three months That's where I called death to come I couldn't stand the suffering anymore My flesh began to smell on my own body I never thought I'd survive it but when I thought I had no more hope,
2: they couldn't
1: take me to the hospital. A friend of mine sent a letter don't take Dimitri to, to the hospital. They want to give him a shot and kill him so Maria said if he dies he dies in his bed if God wants to take him home he'll take him home either way it was very late at night I couldn't stand the smell of my flesh any longer and all of a sudden the light appeared in my room and out of the light I heard the same voice Dimitri enough get out I jumped out of bed. I ran outside. I kept feeling myself to see if I still hurt. Nothing hurt anymore. I was able to walk.
2: What's happening to me? Am I
1: dreaming? Is this actually true? I walked back into the house. When I went in, I found the angel of God. Dimitri, do you still hurt? No Can you walk? Yes, I can Then Dimitri, start working You have four more years to carry Bibles in The police will follow you step by step But I will be with you always I will blind their eyes and they won't be able to catch you brothers that's exactly how it happened in those four years I smuggled in more Bibles than the 15 years before that twice a week they'd come and check my house everywhere I went the police would stop me what do you have in the car? Bibles Uh, he's lying to us again are you trying to make fun? open the trunk I'd open the trunk the whole trunk was loaded down with Bibles they'd leave through him he's making fun of us just go (laughs) this lasts for four years
2: but the angel said when these four years will be over the
1: communist government will take you out of your home out of your country and they'll kick you out but I'll be with you even where you're going brothers he told me the year the month the day and even the hour and on that hour I was kicked out of my country I was taken to Italy I stayed in Italy for a while the secret service said people to kill me there too but God was faithful even in Italy and with God's help and the help of the American Embassy in Italy I got to Sodom and Gomorrah brothers I got to California (laughs) <laughs> no
2: dăm I believe this would be a
1: good time to give you a break După care vom din nou să vă after which I will tell you what will come to America I will
2: continue brothers
1: but I never like speaking about myself I always enjoy speaking about Jesus Amen.
2: Amen. Amen? Amen.
1: because it is mandatory for all of us to have our, our lives right with God yes. if until now we've lived the way we wanted to now the time has come and we must stop it's enough that in the past we did what the world asked us to some lived in wickedness others in abominations we must put an end to all these things and return to God so that in the day of trouble God would save us
2: Amen Brothers, I'm not
1: here to scare you instead I've come to strengthen you because we should know no man can hide from the eye of God if you go into the bottom of the ocean he will be there if you go into the heart of the earth he will be there also so where can we run from God our only option is for our lives to be void of the world Ca să viața cum spune it is to live our lives as the Word of God asks. Amen.
2: Amen. Să vă spun cine țara asta.
1: Now I will tell you what God showed me for this country. Fraților, nu sunt basmi. Brothers, these are not fairy tales. Este nu sunt vedenii, cum zic unii. And it is not a vision as some say. Eu eram
2: treaz acum I was
1: awake as I am now. Când toate when God showed me the things I'm about to tell you. When I got to Sodom and
2: Gomorrah I was picked up
1: by a Russian foundation named Tolstoy from the airport. And they took me to an apartment where we still live. Back then the apartment was very dirty. There was no furniture, there was nothing inside. It seems dogs lived there before
2: us. And the
1: carpet had a very strong odor. I couldn't even walk inside. When I'd walk in, I'd start to cough.
2: And
1: my wife began to cry. And she said, husband, how can we live here? Why did God punish us this way? We lost all of our wealth for God. You almost lost your life for God. And God brought us to this country. And we don't have a bed to let the children sleep in. I said, wife, God will provide. Uh, that's what you've always said, she
2: says. But go
1: to other Americans where it says for rent. Ask if they let us in because we can't live
2: here. And I went
1: to buildings where it said for rent. And I'd ask if they'd let us in. The first thing they'd ask is if we had children. Oh yes we do. Well we don't accept people with children here. Man what kind of people are these? They keep dogs in their homes if they won't accept children and I began to cry brothers I thought all of America was Christian all the Bibles came from America all the missionaries came from America yet they won't let us in because we have kids why did God bring me here and I began to cry brothers I came to my wife my wife noticed that I'd been crying husband why have you been crying Zic,
2: mea, zic, Why? do you
1: see me crying? I'm not crying now Bă, zici, she said look I've been with you too long zic, că avem copii. they won't let us in because we have kids I said să mai she began to cry even worse I had to leave so I began walking around the building checking out my life maybe I offended God with something and this is my punishment it was very late at night I was sitting outside on a rock as Stan said I showed him the rock when he came to my home and I was just thinking what did I do I was crying so so my family wouldn't see me and all of a sudden I saw a light coming towards
2: me when I saw the light I thought it was a car because in Romania
1: and in Italy they always try to run me over with
2: cars so I thought
1: they found me here too but it was not a car the light surrounded me and out of the light I heard the same voice it was the same angel Dimitri, why are you so despaired? Why did you punish me so harshly? Ce am făcut eu? What did I do? Nu m-ai pe mine why couldn't you let me stay in prison? But my family aici. would have had a home. Zic I don't have a bed to let my head down on. De ce m-ai aici? Why was I brought here?
2: Domitri, adus aici că țara asta va Dimitri, armi. I
1: brought you to this country because this country will burn. So why did you bring me here to burn? Why didn't you let me die in jail in my own country? Dumitri, taci. He said, Dimitri, be quiet. Get beside me. I don't know what the device was but he pulled me beside him and he showed me all of California do you see what I've shown you this is a Sodom and Gomorrah their sins have reached God and God has decided to punish them by fire he came and showed me Las Vegas this is a Sodom and Gomorrah and one day it will burn he came and showed me New York this is New York this is a Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day it will burn. And then he showed me Florida. This is Florida. This is a Sodom and Gomorrah. And in one day it will burn. But what will you do with me? I said. I told you to be quiet. And he brought me back to the place we left. He said, Now we can talk. I brought you to this country because I love this country
2: I love the
1: people in this country and through your mouth I want to wake up a lot of people how can you wake them through my mouth when I can't understand anyone
2: you don't worry about that I'll
1: prepare some more for you to speak through You reach
2: television, radio, churches,
1: but tell them everything I tell you. America again he said America will burn but how can America burn when it's so powerful I said. He said tell them as I tell you hide nothing if you will try to hide anything I will punish you
2: harshly the Russian spies
1: have figured out where the most powerful nuclear plants in America are when the Americans will think it's peace and quiet and they rule the world then from the ocean out of Cuba Nicaragua Central America Mexico they will bombard the nuclear plants in America and America will burn I said but what will you do with the church he said many churches have left me I said what do you mean don't you have people here he said tell them this
2: people glorify people
1: the honor that Christ deserves men take upon themselves in the church there's divorce there's adultery there's sodomy There's abortion and all kinds of sin and Christ
2: will not live in sin. Christ
1: lives in holiness
2: and I brought you here that you cry out loud. Tell them to stop sinning
1: and to repent because God never stops forgiving.
2: Amen? And all those who will stop sinning And who will repent?
1: God will save in the day of trouble. How can He save them if America burns, I said? He said, tell them this as I saved Daniel from the lions this is how I will save them as I save the three from the furnace this is how I will save them and the word of God says this one thousand will fall to your side and ten thousand to your right yet no man
2: will touch you because we are protected
1: by the power of God and the angels of God are around those that fear him but brother your life must be clean Amen. Amen. if you are truly the angel of God everything you say to me must be written in the Bible if it is then I can say this to the Americans if it's not in the Bible I won't say a word have you read Jeremiah? yes I have did you read Jeremiah 51?
2: of course I have what
1: did you understand? it speaks about the old Babylon I said oh, he said read again read again America, because it speaks Babylon about America vechi. not Babylon of old have you read Revelation 18? I said yes it's also about Babylon
2: no, ia să mai
1: he said read it again I will open your mind and you will understand
2: brothers
1: let's read out of Jeremiah 51 cu we'll start with verse 7 and it says Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunk the nations drank her wine therefore the nations are deranged amen
2: Babylon was a
1: golden cup in the Lord's hand. Now, are the Arabs Babylon? Those that don't even believe in God? Let's try to understand. Who is Babylon? At one point David says your word O Lord is more precious than gold. America had the word of God in its hand. America trusted in God. America had missionaries. America spread the gospel throughout the world. Many people came to God. But America itself fell from the truth. And we ask ourselves America căzut, has America fallen from the truth brothers Și întreabă, zice, Am vrut să and further down it says we would have healed Babylon s-o but she is not healed forsake her everyone
2: for her punishment is near so that
1: we know it is America we'll jump to verse 13 O you who dwell by many waters, abundant in treasure, your end has come, the measure of your covetousness.
2: Again, you who dwell by great
1: waters, abundant in treasure, your end has come. And verse 14, Surely I will fill you with men as with locusts, who will shout cries of war against you. Now which country is filled with men? Which country does everyone come to? Who wants to immigrate to Iraq, to Hussein's country? but ask other people who want to immigrate to America because they see that all the good things come from America oh that's where God is As As I once thought the I thought God resurrected the dead in this country I would never have believed such wickedness could exist here
2: I went to an American
1: church in California and I went you know Maybe the brothers would help me get a bed. But they were having prayer for the sick. So I thought to myself, my legs still hurt. I'm going to go and ask them to pray for me also. But I saw two guys with a blanket. I wonder what they're going to do with the blanket. Oh, you're going to see. And an lo- old lady walks up slowly. The guy smacks her in the forehead. And then covers her with a blanket. When I saw this, I thought he would killed the old woman. I went and I tried to lift the blanket. Now, what's this? But the pastor runs to me. Go, No, don't, don't, don't. I'll call the police if you don't leave. I look at him and I told him Is the police your God? Because my God's in heaven. Brothers, true prayer for the sick How is it done? If any of you is sick Apostle James says Call upon the elders of the church To anoint them with oil in the name of Christ And the prayer made with faith Will make holy the sick
2: And the Lord will heal them And if they have sinned They will be forgiven Confess your sins to one another <laughs>
1: and pray for one another that Dejaba you may be healed. You come before the pastor to be prayed for for nothing. If you don't confess your sins if you've
2: sinned. Once you've confessed you've received your healing. Brothers, read the Holy Book. It teaches you everything you must do. Not hitting him over the head and, and covering him with blankets. God doesn't heal that way.
1: Not like I see people like blowing on people. And then they're supposed to to fall down. Brothers, I, I can say that's not of God.
2: God is a wise God,
1: God and He is a God full of power. All He does is order and it happens. Amen. Like it so far? <laughs> then I'll continue. We'll go to Revelation eighteen. We would have Babylon. healed Babylon again. It didn't want to. 4, and verse 4. Meu, my people, aceasta, come out of this world ca nu cumva parte
2: și voi la that din. you may
1: not partake of his punishments.
2: And then further Versetul down, 7, verse
1: 7, I think.
2: Stai, a,
1: you who say sits as a queen no, we trust in God the church was created here brother we'll be taken up before any tribulation says,
2: for that says the Lord in one day
1: will come hunger famine and you will be utterly destroyed by fire
2: because you say you
1: have God because you say oh I go to church but I still smoke and I still divorce and I still drink I still live as the world does. And whoever loves the world and the things of the world, e the love, love of the Father is not within
2: but them. If you want to have
1: the love of God in your heart, să viața cu brother, you must live your life with God. Amen? I'm happy that you say amen. We'll continue further.
2: Also, Revelation 18 says
1: so that it could prove it's America
2: whoa
1: whoa the great Babylon the great city whom all the merchants of the sea became wealthy from your spoils all the kings of the earth committed adultery with
2: you in one
1: hour your destruction has come and it says they will put ash on their heads. You who bought merchandise from all over the world. Gold and silver and things that were precious. Now, how many car factories do Americans own? They had to import the Yugo from Yugoslavia
2: so that the word
1: of God come to pass. Brothers, we have to think about these things. Amen. Amen. Minchia, May fratele. God enlighten
2: your minds brothers because
1: I pray to see you up there Aș dori să ne I pray that all of us make it Când vine Christos, that when Christ will return nu he will take us up jos. that we will not be left behind
2: Acum vă spun din că dacă doresc, Well a brother mentioned Israel
1: am avut să mă duc în I've always felt that I wanted to go to Israel Dar nu eu de ce. but I really didn't know why
2: I called some brothers I knew in Israel. They
1: waited for me at the airport. I went with Mike's two little brothers. Yeah, they can't translate very well. But, you know, they knew how to speak anyway. <laughs>
2: Am ajuns am I got to Jerusalem, that's where they lived.
1: But I wanted to see all the holy places. Văd I wanted to see
2: the churches. Văd pe unii om, unii au fost
1: I wanted to see the places where Christ walked and where he was tortured. Dar să gura să de Yet you were not allowed to mention the name of Christ. Am ajuns Sabbath came along, some five families gathered in a room, and they celebrated it. But they sang no other song except Sabbath and about Shalom. That's that's
2: all they knew. But I said to them, Voi în loc să vă ca să vă
1: Instead of praying for God to send you Voi peace, Sâmbăta, you pray for Saturday to give you peace. A,
2: mai mult o, o zi pe A day will
1: not save you, God will. Nu lor. They didn't really enjoy that. <laughs> But I said, I want to go see the Mountain of
2: Olives. And they
1: took me to see the Mountain of Olives. You
2: couldn't even get on it. If any of
1: you have ever been all around the Mountain of Olives, there's just graves. And I asked, do these many people die in Israel? They said, oh, no, brother. The rich people from all over the world, they come and they buy burial plots here. So that they get buried here, because when the Messiah must return,
2: they
1: would come and meet him in the air. Oh man, you guys are charging these people for nothing. (laughs)
2: because Christ already paid for our burial plot the blood of
1: Jesus Christ has already cleansed and us of sin Messiah and when the Messiah returns
2: we will, we will meet
1: him in the air and these guys will still have their heads in the ground they laughed they laughed and they said come to the dead sea with us I got to the dead sea and the water was so hot that it almost boiled I I took off my clothes because I wanted to go in and the sirens began to blow they said "You, you have to get out why? Because the Syrian army is advancing. At that time, God showed me a vision. An angel of the Lord stood on the Golan Heights. With a sword drawn out, stopping the Syrian army from advancing. And I said, don't worry about it. The angel of God has stopped them, they won't advance. They were all scared trying to get out of there as quick as possible. And I was sitting in the water just laughing at them. (laughs) when they saw that nothing was happening he said you know you were right
2: I said it wasn't me it was what
1: God showed me what I should tell you from the other side I saw another army attacking Jerusalem full force he said what do you mean I said listen you'll see and that night Arafat started bombarding Jerusalem Direct in Jerusalem. Straight into Jerusalem. And one of them says to me, what if you die here?
2: I said,
1: go bury me on the mountain, I'll be closer to the rapture. <laughs>
2: They took me to the wailing wall where Christ supposedly wept.
1: When I got there, one of Arafat's people set off a car bomb. They were taking away the wounded and the dead. I said, ah, we still escaped the next day I said I wanted to see Bethlehem and as you know Bethlehem is under Arafat's rule brother they will let you in there's a border I said all I need for you to do is drive me there none of your business how I get in just take me there because God spoke to me that I would see this
2: place
1: I got to the border they surrounded me with their guns I had one of those big cowboy hats on my head. Ask, where are you from? Romania. Uh, Romania. Oh, you welcome. Oh, you're welcome. welcome. Come on in. Oh, oh. So, Arafat, cu Ceaușescu, Arafat and Ceausescu were good friends. <laughs> They even gave me a delegate to show me around everything I wanted to see.
2: And he'd explain
1: to me where the manger was and where Christ was born and
2: everything. When I got
1: back, I told him, see, God was with me. And I stayed there for 15 days. But it's a very tense life. Baba, tot cu pușca every spate. child and every old woman's got a gun. Când în pe when
2: cap. we'd
1: enter Jerusalem, I'd have to put the little yamaka on my head. Să de so that nobody would mess with me. Când între Arabe, îmi when I'd go among Arabs, I'd have to put on my cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Și poze, but God protected us, brothers.
2: I came home, I prayed to God
1: and
2: I asked God, Lord, what will happen? He says, for
1: now, nothing. They will just have small skirmishes between
2: themselves. But
1: Israel must repent. Brothers, Israel is not Christian. Israel tries to keep the old laws. But there's so much wickedness there that it rivals even America. I slept in a hotel one night and what I saw there terrified me
2: I said
1: even here this, these things could happen why, does, why do they still call it the Holy Land I even visited the gate that everyone's tried to open and they couldn't open it and
2: they said that
1: the only one that can open it is Christ when He returns and they are all waiting for Christ to return but they don't believe in him they are waiting for the Messiah but they don't believe in the Messiah And until they will not believe, the Messiah will not return. And from the things that God has revealed to me, Israel will be destroyed. Only a small remnant of Israel will remain. But right now, all the Jews from Romania and Russia, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, they're all going back home. They live in tents because the Americans gave all the land back to Arafat and Israel is now very, very mad against America they took away their land and gave it to Arafat Brothers, now we have to keep the inheritance that God gave to us because God did give us an inheritance Our inheritance is not here on earth Our inheritance is in heaven
2: because that's where our
1: names are written in the book of life and if your name is not written brothers God showed me that there was one page left and when this page is completed even if you'll want to repent you won't be able to there is a short time brother hurry make sure that your name is written in that book know that you will be part with Christ know that you'll be part of salvation
2: because
1: that's when the words of God will come to pass 1,000 will fall to your side and 10,000 to your
2: right that's when
1: Isaiah's prophecies will come to pass they will say we're going with you because God's with you
2: this is 10
1: people will hang on to your clothes not Israel's clothes
2: brothers you are
1: the new Israel those of you whose hearts have been circumcised you are the new
2: Israel you were redeemed
1: with the blood of Jesus Christ and God God sent Christ to die for us
2: lui that through His
1: wounds we may receive healing pe
2: tine, and if He healed you and mine, if He's healed
1: me
2: în în brother live your
1: life in holiness
2: când Christos, so that when Christ will return in the air noi cu el, we will meet Him there and we will see with our own eyes it says if God would not shorten the days for the sake of the elect
1: no one would escape that's a horrible day that is coming but because of God's chosen God will shorten these days brothers it will not be long only a short time remains I never thought I'd be back in America I was very ill after I buried my wife I became very ill tare. I was very mad and
2: I said I will
1: never return to America and God spoke to me go go for I still have people to Mai wake up popor de I still have people to save American brothers wake up Sculați-vă wake up wake from your sleep and repent and return to God because the day of wrath is near and if you will be with Christ you will go to see the Father where there will be no tear where there will be no disease where there will be no death
2: where we will have eternal joy
1: Christ will put on His belt
2: and He will serve us at the table may God bless you and your
1: families and I pray that as we see each other here we will see each other in our father's home Amen Amen.
0: Thank you brother Demetri Dittman and Michael Boldea now as we hear all of this testimony what do we do about it my how do we clean up how can we get God's protection let's say for example you're at ground zero How do you react? How do you react when the white uh, flash of the bomb goes off? There are those who would say, run to the basement. I'd rather fall to my knees. Amen? So how do we prepare? The first thing we have to do to get God's protection is to be clean. He's only going to protect those people that are clean. So how do we clean all the sins off of our heart, all of the, the sins off of our soul? And how do we get our name written in the book of life? First of all, we have to realize that we're all sinners. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We also have to realize we cannot earn salvation. We cannot earn all of our sins being washed away. It is a gift. Romans 10, or Ephesians 2.8.9 says, For it is by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift from God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay, so if eternal life is a gift, if washing our sins off of our soul and out of our heart is a gift, then how do we reach out and take that gift? Ephesians or Romans 10:9 and 10 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What's that saying? It's simply saying it's not enough. To say it with our mouth and not believe it with our heart. And it's not enough to believe it, but never say it. We've got to say it and we've got to believe it. Acts 2.38 says, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But we don't hear that repent word much anymore. So what is it? In my life, one day I sat down and decided I was going to follow God. And I sat down in a chair and I said, Lord, I made a mess of my life, but I'll tell you what, if you'll forgive my sins, if you'll give me another chance, if you'll wash me clean from here on out, I promise I'm yours. I'll learn your words. I'll learn your book. I'll learn your laws, and I'll do my best to follow them. That's what repentance is. It's a turning away from sin. It's a leaving the old life and following Jesus. That's repentance. And ask every one of you, and you folks watching the video, can you name a, a specific day, a specific time in your life when you ask Jesus into your heart? If you can't, you should be concerned. And ask yourself, was there a change in your life? If there was no change, you have to examine your heart, and you have to ask, was I really saved? If there's no change, then you should be concerned. That's repentance. Repentance. Holy Spirit, I ask you to go out into the audience and also to the folks watching the videotape that those people's hearts would be knocked on right now, that you would knock on their hearts, all those people whose names you want to write in the book of life, those people that you want to clean all the sins off their soul so you can save them when the day of trouble comes, that they would make that decision now and not delay in Jesus' name. Let's all bow our head, no one looking around. Yes, we may have prayed this prayer many times. It still feels good to say it again. We ought to even say it on a regular basis. So let's all say it Dear Heavenly Father, I admit I'm a sinner, and I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Died on the cross, arose three days later, sits at the right hand of the Father. I ask Him to forgive my sins. Wash me clean. Write my name in the book of life. Save me in the day of trouble. And keep me holy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I like to be able to say that that's all you have to do. But that's not what the Bible says. Matthew 7, says, Not everyone that cries, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those that doeth the will of the Father. What's the will of the Father? He says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Amen? Amen. Now, it's not over in another way, because Matthew 10, 32 and 3 says, Whosoever confesses me before men, him will I also confess before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever denies me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. In other words... God wants us to have a little steel in our backbone for a change and to stand up and say, either Lucifer is our God, and act like it, or God, Jesus, one or the other. Does he not say in Revelation that I would, that you would be either cold or hot, but because you're lukewarm, I'll spew thee out of my mouth? So he wants us to either be for Jesus or for Lucifer, one or the other. So I challenge every one of you tonight to make that decision. Whom you will serve, Amen. Now, not to embarrass anyone, but so that Matthew ten thirty-two and three can be fulfilled in your life, if you just prayed that prayer for the very first time and you meant business with God, first time you ask your sins to be forgiven, first time you ask your name to be written in the book of life, if you just prayed that prayer for the very first time, would you raise your hand? Okay.
1: Okay.